This is yours. This is ours. This is mine. What's up and welcome to Minds, a show all about me and the things that I want to learn about, the people that I want to talk to, a show really about anything and nothing at all, whether it's, you know, it's talking to musicians, maybe a member of my family, to a round table with just a bunch of my friends, I'm bringing it to you right here from my basement for the most part or anywhere else I can uh, maybe fit a band into, but uh, I, I've just, I've spent a lot of time just figuring things out, uh, really overthinking everything, and wasting a lot of time. So what I'm going to try to do is catch up with the world of entertainment and, you know, everything else that's been going on around me and bring it to you and see if there's anybody out there that cares to listen to it and share my experiences with me. Today, I'm going to start by uh, talking to Mark Militia of The Parlor Mob, who's coming out with his own project right now. Um, he He's... Uh, Wants to keep everything on the down low, so as far as names and everything, I'll, I'm going to keep that. I don't know when this is going to air, so let's just go ahead and say that uh, he's a singer-songwriter. He's um, a lead singer of the band The Parlor Mob, who's got a couple CDs out, all of which I'm uh, a fan of. And we're going to see what he's up to. Uh, we had a good chat, you know, from uh, influences of music to, you know, where he came from, what he's been doing lately, uh, what got him started uh, with music, you know, things that he's looking forward to in the future. Um, we, we had a good time catching up. He's an old friend of mine. We uh, were in a band uh, called What About Frank a few years back. You know, here and there between the successes of the Parlor Mob and anything that I've been doing, um, we've sort of just kind of been on parallel uh, paths, not meeting up too often, but here and there, catching up to say hello, see what, what each other's doing. I'll have to say it was nice catching up, and uh, I look forward to seeing him again, maybe getting him down here again. I'm still re realizing my format, so we kind of just touched on a, a bunch of the stuff that he's doing now, sort of whizzed through his history, which uh, I'd like to little know a little more about. He kind of came out of nowhere, sort of an, an, an anomaly, as I was sort of cutting my teeth in the in the local music scene and, and really figuring out how to play guitar and, and maneuver music with a band, um, which I'll have to say I was spoiled playing with What About Frank. It's it's been uh it's been sort of a nightmare ever since. But uh, I it, it doesn't bother me. I'm I'm a patient guy when it comes to art because uh, I'm 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 not into being rushed. Uh, anyway, a little more about the show. I am. Just interested in a lot of different things, uh, whether it's music, you know, uh, books, art, as far as, you know, painting, sculpting. You know, I, I know a bunch of people from the area that are doing craft type things. Uh, I'd like to get them down here, pick their brains a little bit, because from what I gather, the more and more people I talk to, I realize that we're all sort of cut from the same cloth. We all look at things uh, sort of in the same way, and we all are trajectory driven and you know some of us gather uh you know our mental sort of cachet that 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 we kind of weave our art from and uh some of us you know see colors some of us everything's sort of black and white and all the line and it's just a matter of putting it all together and some of us just kind of flow from somewhere that 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 is really un uh, otherworldly and uh, you really can't explain it. Um, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna dig deep. I've got, I'm living in a great area around Asbury Park. I'm actually in Neptune City, but it's in my backyard. So I figured I'll start there. Start with my friends, acquaintances, people that I know, people that I may run into, and who are interested in doing this. Um, I've already talked to a couple people, uh, and I'm just really gonna go out there, put myself out there. Not really the broadcast type. I'm, I'm don't really have much schooling or, or training in this field but what I figured from listening to these kinds of things and going over and over in my head uh, with myself as far as what I should be doing is uh, that nobody does me better than me uh, you may do music you may do podcasting you may do guitar uh, you know I, I run a cleaning service you may clean better than me but you cannot do me better than me and for the most part I find myself having these great conversations with myself 
all day, every day. It's what I do. I just, I, I've got a, a verbal dialogue that just runs and runs and runs. I talk to myself. I come up with great ideas. Um, I agree with me most of the time. And I just figured that I should aim this at somebody else. Find, you know, uh, a source of interest of mine. Find some, you know, uh, hapless victims that I can drag into this uh, sort of hellhole of my basement full of my landlord's shit and, and my own stuff, my musical uh, collection. I've got a drum set, uh, various amps and speakers, PA, microphones, microphone stands. I've got a, this beautiful preamp that I'm running this through right now. And uh, I'm just hoping that there's uh, people out there that they want to hear this, this, this junk, you know. And uh, I don't claim to be an expert on anything, really. So what I'm trying to do is learn as much as I can by talking to people that are doing the things that I want to do or that I've wanted to do or that, you know, I've just wondered how to do. And I'm just going to fill my head with all sorts of stuff and we'll see where I where I go with it in the next uh, few years or whatever. I'm already writing tunes. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a songwriter myself. So I, I've written, you know, not numerous songs, uh, mostly just scraps that I, I kind of half record, get some vocal patterns, maybe... Um, some backing vocals. Uh, just lately, I've I've gotten into the delved into the world of uh, playing drums, playing bass, trying to do some lead guitar. But I'm taking my time with it. I'm you know doing a lot of YouTube research on how to EQ things and 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 how to do levels and different sorts of uh, techniques on producing you know, producing and coming up with you know backing tracks and all sorts of things and um i'm just kind of taking my time with it i i spent uh just got back from the dominican republic so i was out of the states for seven days and uh with no wi-fi and and no phone i had this rhythm before i left in seven seven four seven eight and uh before i left i got it down and um, while I was out there, I just sort of let it tick and tick and tick and tick away in my head. I finally figured out how to just kind of follow this the, the, the hidden backbeat of it all. And uh, I came home, and I just actually was just fin- finishing up tinkering with it right now and recorded it into my phone. And, um, you know, it's just things like that that I do with myself. I wrote a bass line to it, and uh, I'm just taking my time. So... As far as, um, you know, recording techniques, I'm hoping to bring some bands. Uh, actually, I'll probably start with uh, bringing acoustic acts down here, just an acoustic guitar and a vocal, just like a tambourine or just like a really small ensemble, uh, maybe a, a drum, uh, you know, a, a floor tom and a, and, a, and a hi-hat or a snare and a hi-hat sort of set up with, uh, with a, a performer. But I do intend to get bigger bands, hopefully down the line, and um, get get my friends involved. I got a buddy of mine I'm talking to right now. Uh, it said that I could. There's a possibility of a studio space I could use for bigger bands, where I could, you know, rent it out or, or you know, schedule some time in there and get, you know, get the console going and and have people in there sounding uh, real professional and do, you know, do our little interview thing. Get to know some people, what they do, what makes them tick, and uh, and we'll take it from there. So hopefully, uh, there's big things in store for mines. Which you know is is me. I'm I'm bringing it to you. Maybe we'll get my mom down here. I, I've made some breakthroughs with her. She's a pretty um, uh, stoic lady. She's just been busting her ass for the last uh, thirty some odd years uh, to support her kids and herself. And it feels good to finally be an adult with her, working alongside her, and um, and breaking some ground. Seeing you know, finding out exactly where she came from and and what drives her to be the way that she is she's always been a tough cookie and uh wasn't always very friendly and um it's been a long time sort of figuring out her love but we're processing that we're working together in that i see her every day there's some days we don't talk some days we talk uh we have good conversations some days we talk a little too much and the work kind of gets uh gets behind us but uh, I intend to have her down here and, and chronicle the the uh, the story of uh, Sylvia Lemus, the great uh, Sylvia Lemus. And, um, you know, I want to get my, my cousin down here. We've just recently reconnected. Uh, so I just look forward to um, to just getting people down here and just chit-chatting with people, getting my, getting my life sort of uh, back on the buzz. It's been fun just kind of 
being by myself, figuring myself out, uh, seeing where I want to go, what the, what things interest me. I never really knew what I wanted to do growing up, but I did always feel like there was something that uh, I was missing out on, just like a like a, a pulse or a heartbeat, you know, just like the like the Jaws theme, but with a like a real heavy breakdown, and I just couldn't tap into it, or you know, just really was always trying to find a way to get into something that I didn't really even know what it was. Um, I got into, you know, uh, this buddy of mine, we started a band, well, he started a band, and I was lucky enough to kind of just kick it around with him. Uh, we didn't really know the whole deal with with booking shows and all that, but we did write songs, and we rocked out at the Red Bank rehearsal, and we had little mini parties there with, you know, weed and, and whatever booze we could scrape up together as, you know, 17, 18-year-olds in Red Bank, and, uh, and and we got it going there, really, the fire was going there, and he's always kind of just taking me along to the next thing, the next next big thing, his uh, whatever new um, genre or, uh, or little thingamajig he was doing on his guitar, he always found a way to sort of bring something new to life, and uh, by the time he had things going, would always, uh, hey, Jay, you know, I, I got this new thing, it's, it's, you know, it's, this one's a little, this one's a little different. This one's a little strange. We do things like this. It goes, uh, you know, beep, bop, 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 you know, like that. You think you can hang with that? And, yeah, I'll do that. I'll, I can, you know, I feel it in my head. I feel it, uh, it's clicking around. And then I got into playing guitar, and, uh, and life's been a mess ever since. So I'm going to end it here, I think, I'm just, just by going by how I feel. Uh, right now seems like a good way, a good, good time to uh, to just sort of taper it off. Now I'm rambling, and uh, we'll see what uh, what's going on with Mark. So what have you been up to? Just what are you what are you doing lately? Well, lately I've been, I just finished recording a, uh... You can pull that up if you want. The, my first, uh, what will be my first solo release. It's a four-song EP. I recorded it with Scott, Scott Liss. Yeah. And uh, we did our Retromedia over the past, shoot, it took like, started last fall and just kind of did it slowly at, you know, my own pace, really. And then we, the Parlor Mob had that uh, tour in the winter time, which kind of, diverted my attention from it for a while so finally finished it up last month and I just got the masters back last week and I'm hoping to release it as soon as I, I'm just waiting on a couple things and then I should release it in the next week or two you know I'm just as soon as I get all my all it all finished you know like the the, the artwork and all that sort of stuff I'm just gonna put it up and You're then, just going yeah, yeah just yeah. put it up and just like let people know that <clears throat> I haven't even made any sort of announcement that i even have done that really so right. it's just gonna just gonna put it out yeah which will be a nice that'll be a nice uh for people like me where you know just something pops up and you're like oh what you know they're, they did something like yeah, Deftones had a couple albums come out that way and i'm like great I'm buying this today yeah it's the same thing we did with the problem up kind of i, I guess we kind of made some let some clues uh out there that we were recording but we really didn't i don't think we made a formal announcement maybe we did but um it was pretty pretty hush-hush or pretty minimal until we just kind of put it out there, which was, I like doing that. It's yeah, like, for me, that that album even uh, came kind of quick. Yeah. Like, I'd heard a little, you know, a couple little things. Uh-huh. I'd seen some pre-production stuff you guys were doing um, when you were on tour, uh, yeah. the uh, the Pretty Reckless tour. Mm-hmm. Then uh, with some, like, reamping stuff, it was on, um, I guess, uh, Twitter or something. There was, it was a, or the, you guys had the website. Yeah, you yeah. You guys had a couple videos uploaded on there, mm-hmm. and, you know, that had me excited. Um, <clears throat> it's nice to get some, like you, you got a little break from your, your album, uh, cause you had the Parliament Mob tour. Did that give you like a little perspective, kind of like some time for it to marinate? Like how much yeah. have you done by that point? At that point I probably had, uh, two of the songs done, but I had written a bunch of songs, you know, throughout that time and kind of just whittled it down. Like I had a bunch of songs floating around and the f- I just kind of, the four songs that fit together the nicest and just kind of felt like the best really felt like sounding like what I was going for, like what I wanted to be doing. So, um, yeah, it was a nice break. It was nice to get back out on the road because we hadn't toured or done anything 
like that in a couple years. So it was nice to be out on the road. It was nice to be uh, God's, Paul's side project, Paul and Sam's side yeah. project band. They uh, opened the tour, so Nick, our old, yeah. you know, Villapiano, the, yeah, bass, the player, bass player, the old bass, bass the old player was with together. us. So it was freaking really awesome for that reason to spend some time with him. And Scott was on tour because he was in God's at the time. And it was a cool group of people to be. Yeah. So it was just like a blast. It just, Especially in the middle of winter, we went out to the West Coast. It was like really warm. So it was a nice little vacation from the winter. Awesome. Yeah. So those for those of you listening, I'm here with uh, Mark Militia. Uh, Malicia, I don't know how Malicia. Like. <laughs> uh, singer, songwriter, uh, lead lead vocalist, um, musician, overall creative guy. Uh, so you had some time um, on the road uh, with the guy that produced um, your album now, yeah. uh, Scott from Scottless, uh, yep. Gods. He's um, also a great singer songwriter. He's about to put out a record as well. Yeah, which I, which I heard. I saw a couple posts yeah. the other day. He's crazy. It's, it's good sounding stuff. Um, so how did you guys come up with uh, with the with you guys working together? Was that like a preconceived thing? Well, or did, what did happened it? was he was working on that Parliament thing that we did, the Cry Wolf. He was uh, doing some engineering, some assisting, um, some assisting some engineering on that project, and it just happened to be that like a lot of times when I was recording vocals, he was recording the vocals, and it just kind of be a nice chemistry, him behind the board and me behind the microphone, and I just kind of clicked in my brain because I had been looking for someone for a while to work with in that capacity kind of as a producer someone who I could bounce ideas off of yeah. someone who I could use as kind of uh, just to kind of see what they thought of the general aesthetic that I was kind of thinking because it's just me and, and, yeah. a, and a guitar yeah and but I didn't want it to just be that for a recording like I wanted right. other instrumentation I wanted to uh, just kind of develop a sound, like an overall mood and texture. Yeah, you need somebody who could think in arrangements. And, and then just through that, I kind of had the idea to work with Scott, and he's worked at such great lengths on his albums over the years. Like, he spent the better part of a decade working on the three or four records that he's made, like, like just an insane, like, yeah. savage. Like, the way he, the amount of... Right effort he puts into every little detail it's like he's a scientist in there and i'm the complete opposite like i'm very kind of throw it on the canvas kind of art you know like yeah. i just don't think too much in too much detail i'm all about feeling i'm all about emotion and like being in the moment and like how something feels but he was great at kind of making me buckle down and pay attention to details. Which, yeah, just sort of navigating yeah, you. Yeah, because we have the opposite yeah. sensibility in that respect, but we have a lot of the same tastes. And I, I think a lot of my strengths are uh, could be, to a certain degree, his weaknesses, and a lot of my weaknesses are his strengths. You know what I yeah. mean? So it really made for a power duo, duo creatively in the studio. And, uh, yeah, it was awesome. I, yeah, I hope to be able to... Uh, to, to to make a full length from somewhere down somewhere down the line because that'd it was, be great it was really really cool i mean we haven't i haven't heard any of your stuff now but uh i'm sure I'm, I'm, I've, I've seen i've heard songs that you've posted here and there mm. and uh they've got like a very distinct style yeah so i just you know i can't wait well to i'm looking forward to you hearing it um, um but yeah that's what i've been up to it's been, been so did you um when you wrote the songs, you—it was just you on acoustic. Yeah. You hadn't really thought them, thought them, you know, of like, uh, you know, multiple layers and everything. I know we spoke at one point where you were trying to figure out which songs you wanted to do, and then kind of take it from there and give them a new perspective. Mm -hmm. You know, feel them out, see how big you can make them, or, yeah. or just the opposite, where it's like, you know, simplistic, but at the same time de delivering like a good experience where yeah. you don't and feel it's just like a mic in the room. Yeah, and I didn't want to do all acoustic. Like I, I had the idea. Of um, that I wanted to, you know, play, have electric guitar and to play electric guitar only on some songs or, like, just the idea of having, like, a really nice guitar tone, minimalistic, but not just acoustic guitar and a vo vocal. Like, there's other things. There's percussion and there's some synths and, and keyboard stuff, and and um, I play electric guitar on it quite a bit, and that kind of took a while to, I could, like, to find the to just get into electric guitar playing because I never really had done that. You know, yeah. I, I'd, I'd always written on acoustic guitar and uh, whatever else I had around to write music on or to, to get ideas f or ideas from. But just by the nature of the fact that I never did like a, um, a serious solo recording, 
I never got into playing electric guitar too much. So for the first time, I went out and I found an amplifier. Like I researched and I wanted to find like this particular vintage amplifier, which is a Princeton Reverb. Nice. And I wanted to find one from like the 70s if I could. And it took me for a while to track that down, but I did. I drove to Brooklyn to get it. And you're patient. Yeah. You're not the, like, I need this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just, like, I'm, like, one of those dudes that, like, when I, I just love researching things. Like, I'll research things forever, you know, especially things that I'm thinking about buying, like an electric guitar. Like, for I was thinking about getting this one and that one and blah, blah, blah. And I finally got a Fender Jaguar, which I love, too. And Very nice. All these things, they just took time and just to kind of conceptualize, you know, what it would be for me to make music on my own, like how I wanted that to look, how I wanted that to sound, how I wanted that to uh, feel, like an overall just kind of conceptualize it myself so that I knew what I was doing because I was having a problem for a while where I was writing tunes and I would write, I write these, you know, songs on acoustic guitar and they're bare bones and a lot of them I felt really strongly about and they were not, and I felt like, you know, like these are really cool, but I couldn't conceptualize what they would be other than that, like I didn't, I didn't know how really to make bring them to life, you know. Right, right. And I, I'm a big fan of just a, a guy and an acoustic guitar. Like I love that. Like there's been, you know, some of my favorite recordings of all time, are that, you know, whether it be Dylan or you know, there's the acoustic medley, the Bob Bob Marley acoustic medley, which is like, yeah, probably the reason I started making music ever. You know, right. I listened to that and I was like, Early this influence. guy, yeah, I'm like, this guy's <clears throat> raw emotion, crazy. Or, uh, uh, Pink Moon, yeah, uh, that album. stuff like that, unbelievable. The fact when you finally get through it the first time and you realize it's literally just an acoustic yeah. and a guy singing there i think there's piano on one song absolutely uh, and he just, i mean single notes just like kind of driving the uh, driving the rhythm um that's you know that's magic within itself but when you want to conceptualize something a little bit bigger so that yeah. you can kind of get a get a view of, of like all right well maybe i can put together a band at some point yeah. and have like, you know, just a couple familiar guys where I can do a show, yeah. you know, perhaps um, sure. put a full length uh, together a little faster and easier because mm. you'll have a core, mu- you know, set of musicians, that you know, and can, um, you know, perform the songs. Uh, yeah, and I probably like, would have done that, like, for a lack of, uh, of, a, of a, another option, like, I probably would have and maybe I should have already had done, have done something minimal, you know, just an acoustic guitar or whatever, but when I kind of just happened coincidentally which i don't really believe in coincidence but kind of just happened you know when i when i the time was right to get the idea to have scott do it and then scott was into it and then things just vibed and it just seemed like that was the way it was meant to happen so well yeah just it it presented itself in a way where you can like i i can take more than just baby steps with this i can actually go the whole way and then when you pull it back it's almost more informed like i feel more comfortable now because like when i go out and play live like i'll play a song for you today it's just me and acoustic guitar again but like i now i know what it sounds like in my head i hear it the way it was recorded and it just kind of it makes more sense to me you know i mean maybe it's also a a confidence thing like you know it helps me feel a little bit more confident that there's more things around it you know for the first thing that comes out maybe it's a bit of an insecurity thing but i don't know it it just helped and no, yeah, it at the all same made time, sense. Yeah, you're you're getting the the live uh like by the minute or you know you're getting a um like a hands-on experience of actually drawing it back where yeah. you know it before it's you know you'll sit there and and sometimes you, the guitar's a little loud or or you're singing a little hard, you know, cuz cuz you just you're feeling it or yep. you know, but you actually can almost physically dial it down yeah. as as you're playing it. And I think it. a lot of times in you know and I, maybe I've never really thought about this until right now, but it's coming up since we're talking about it, is that maybe part of the reason why you love certain, you know, stripped-back versions of songs or artists is that you know what they sound like with a full band. Like, for instance, the acoustic medley, the Bob, D- or Bob Marley thing. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe it's so great that it's, it's because you know what it's, he's like with a full band. You know what I mean? Right. And right. here it's stripped back. It's like, wow, it's a, what an amazing way to hear someone who's typically so dressed up you know what i mean yes. and that's great too but if it was just that maybe it would, it would be a little and when they can pull a little off, one note yeah when it's still magical absolutely yeah, it, it just adds because sometimes you hear people doing like doing that and it's just like oh man yeah you know, that, done, yeah that wasn't much of a song you know like exactly now you stripped all that stuff away there wasn't much of a song there, there was a lot of right a lot of bells and whistles but because when you fall in love with a version like that 
and then you go looking for it or even from the same musician but it's just not captured as well or it's just kind of a you know um, a candid moment yeah. and they put it out and you're waiting for those same sort of you know moments where they hit that note or you sing that that line the one way and it just kind of hits you in the way that you've experienced from the recording uh, just not the same way but so where do you um where do you draw your your content from like you from your personal life do you have do you sort of imagine yeah i don't um, know i i kind of i've always had it in the way that i think of it it's like a stream of consciousness like you pick up guitar for me i pick up a guitar or whatever or sometimes i'm just i get something comes pops in my brain and it's like i don't really think about where it is or what it's coming from or i analyze it too much and then usually some some lyrics come out via melody or or whatever. Usually, I have the melody comes first, and then I'll, the vibe of of the melody or the the little thing that I'm strumming, or or whatever, or what the guys are playing. If it's a Parliament scenario, will right. make me feel something. Like it'll just make me want to sing some something. A just line. Just taps into. Yeah, and I just go just with that, you know. Yeah, opens and it inevitably, up and I've had this happen time and time again. I think it's always that way. It does tap into something that is going on, either peripherally. Or in your life, one way or another, or, yeah, maybe it's a fear, a subconscious fear, some some sort of some sort of thing that you're you're watching as a, a bystander, you're picking up, you know, some sort of peripheral static, something that it doesn't have to be something that's going on with you, maybe it's something that's undertone, yeah, or that's going something on. that's going on with a friend, or something that's you know, or whatever, and uh, but I don't think about it at the time. I kind of just. To me, it's just about the flow of the words and, 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 and the imagery in my brain and what feels. And It's a lot about feeling. You know, yeah. It's a lot about, a, uh, about feeling and how things feel, even more than like, I wouldn't so much say emotion because it, it's almost like the, the flow of, of the lyric or the melody or whatever, it kind of dictates the emotion, you know right, what I mean? Like preconceived. Yeah, sort it's of, just uh, the f kind of it's it's a vi almost visual sometimes. I mean, it's just kind of a flowy, artsy fartsy kind of feeling. You know what I yeah, mean? It's yeah, one of those no, things. It's you ever, like you ever, hippity dippity crap. Where you write a song, you sometimes you'll just be putting down lyrics and and melodies and stuff that feel good. Everything flows right. You know the words don't crash into each other. And then you kind of put it away for, you know, maybe a week or a month sometimes. Or, or something you wrote a while ago. Then you look back on it and it just means, it just hits you in a, yeah, in a complete course. different way where it's just, you know, you've sort of evolved from that moment. Uh, maybe worked through something you were working through Absolutely. at that time. And then you mm -hmm. see those lyrics just Especially things like from when you were younger. And you, I mean, the, the, the more time that goes by, it's like you become less of, it's not that you're not that person, but you just grow and you, and, and you just mature and you become, you know an older version of yourself, a more mature version. You look back at that stuff and you're just like, you know, some of it's still so much you and then some of it sounds like so young. Sound, you know, like a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Like, what about Frank stuff? Yeah, you know? Yeah. Stuff I could that we did you, together. You look back on that, yeah, and you're, you're just like, oh, uh, that guy. Oh, I still love it. You know, <laughs> to me, it's still a lot. It sounds very much like me, but it's like a, a more innocent version of myself. It reminds like, you know, it's like, I just want to be like, oh, man. I'll give that little guy a hug. You know what I yeah, mean? It's yeah, like, oh, you can tell so like jammed, the, you know, so stressed. Everything was so serious. Yeah, know? exactly, exactly. Everything was so freaking intense. It's going to be all right. Yeah, yeah, it's like the emotions, everything was just so intense. And now it's not that things aren't as intense, but it's like you, you get older, you, you take, you learn how to take things in stride. You learn how to... Uh, you dial in. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. I think the point <laughs> of... You know, life is to develop to a certain degree as, as a human and get better, you know, right. understanding, more patient with yourself and with life and learning how to be more present and live in the moment and not so much thinking about what you want to happen and right. kind of concentrate more on what is happening and how to appreciate that. And So what do you like right <clears throat> now? Um, you got an album coming out. I know Parlor Mob, uh, you got... Um, You've got a fresh album that you could, you know, do little tours and stuff and um, figure out, like, what's on your, like, how are you looking at the next few years? Is there a point when you're going to be thinking about, you know, maybe getting married, having kids and all that? Or yeah. is it sort of like you're taking care of this in the moment um, and it's less of a planned thing? Let's see how things fall. Well, I mean, there's definitely, and th that, there's definitely things that I want and I want all those things. I would like to, you know, have a stable income. <laughs> you know, which is some <laughs> somewhat, uh, 
you know, the, the being a musician and an artist and stable income, the two are not so always go hand in hand as the old elusive as, as you know. Income, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'd like that. I'd like all the things. I'd like you know, you know, to, to get married and have children and all that sort of stuff. All that sort of stuff is now. You know, I see it down the road. You know, it's it's getting closer than it was yeah. a few years ago. You right. know, as I'm sure, you know, you have been a father for a long time. But um, but even so, th- even after having, you know, my first, uh, you know, son and a few years after, I still looked at, you know, the big life, you I'm know, with sh- everything. Sure. as like, oh, well, I'll get there. Yeah, I'm still yeah. like, I know, like, this I'm happened and taking care of it, right. Yeah. But I'm like, I'll, I'll get to the point where I can say, hey, like, let's – make this really big move yeah. now and again. I, th- I, f- I feel like part of it, there's some sort of compromise between the idea of like, I'm always going to be in progress and working towards something and th- all the things that I'm working towards now are will eventually be, you know, I'll be, uh, I'll finish them, I'll fulfill them in one way or another and then, you know, there'll be another set of things that I'm working towards. Right. And there's always going to be that and there's always always going to be things that I want ahead of me, but I'm also trying, and I think this is a part of getting older, at least for me and maturing, is to just enjoy and appreciate where I am now and try and make the most of that, what's in, immediately in front of me. Yes. And enjoy, find yeah, some balance taking... between that, because I know, I'm sure you dealt with it too, like I spent a, a good portion of you know the, my early adulthood, you know my early 20s, just so fixated on things that I wanted to happen that weren't, you know what I mean? Right. Well, let's Whether, talk about that for a little bit. What, like, uh, you're originally from Florida, right? Uh, yep. Well, I'm orig- I grew up in, in New Jersey till like, seventh grade, moved to Florida for high school, and then I came back afterwards. That's about when we, we met in high school. Yeah. So you met me right around the time I was moving back. So what, um, like, what sort of things were you fixated on then? Like, what, um, I know when you would come back to New Jersey, um, I don't know if it was by choice or if it mm. was... Uh, um, I was visiting my dad and to see, like, you hang out with Jamie, our mutual friend, right. how we met, and all that sort of stuff. But, I mean, it started off, I think, when you graduate high school and you become a man, you got to pay your own bills, responsibility, and then you have things that you want to do. Like, for me, as soon as I got with What About Frank guys and then the Parlor Mob guys, you know, it was always, like... Let's get this band together and let's make it happen. Let's get on the right. road. So you and were then, always musically yeah, inclined I, towards. Well, once know, it started, that was all I wanted to do. That was it. Okay. All right. That's where I put all my eggs in one basket. A long, so what was long the time ago. what what drew you to New Jersey? Because um, that's cause where the music was happening. That's where the music was I was, was watching happening. you guys play in Jamie's basement, right, and I was right. like, no one's doing that in Florida. You know, I love my friends from Florida, but there was no creativity down there. No one was doing anything like that. Was it the general area that you were in, or was it just sort of a... a But to there, it's a lot of hip-hop. You know, it's a lot of rap, and I I appreciate all that sort of stuff. It's a different environment overall. Yeah, but none of my friends were making art, whether it be... None of my friends were doing anything um, artistic. You know, they were just doing what they were, you know, what they were doing, simple... Normal stuff, you know, whatever. Yeah. Not, not, not. Getting an education and yeah, I'm not down in that stuff at all. It's, it's all good. Everyone's got their place in life. You but were the for me, guy. for me, I just wanted to be where the, the action was, and yeah. that was, you know, around here. There was always been music scene. Yeah, and you, you were the Bob Marley. Like, you, you grew up in it. Yeah. Bob Dylan guy. You know, it's it's unfortunate because I did grow up in it, but I didn't really see it going on until I guess one. I guess that's the way it happens for everybody. Just kind of a switch is, is, is flipped, and all of a sudden I, I knew it was there. I said, yeah. something's here. Uh, you know, and f- uh, fortunately for me, Paul was there. I mean, you um, were singing in, 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 in metal band. I mean, I met you when we were like 15 or 16 probably, yeah. maybe 17, and you were already had been in band, so I mean, that's well, a that pretty was, early start. See, that was just like I, I kind of just threw myself into it because yeah. I found out uh, that there was the Red Bank rehearsal scene was going on, um, which I didn't, you know, I just kind of stumbled upon it. Uh, that the next day in creative writing class, I wrote down, you know, some lyrics. I'm like, oh, you know, you're holding me down. Ah, uh. I'm, you know, angry. And then I, I found a band. I just started screaming, and that was it. I mean, it wasn't really like a, you know, I grew up with like, you know, the metal or punk rock or whatever. How, you know, the the normal story that I hear. Um, I just kind of it, it it happened to yeah. me. And then ever like, since these, then, the people that I want to hang out hang out with are doing this, right? And that's what I how I want to identify myself because you know when you're in high school you're like, all right, what am I? You're like, oh, well, I gotta yeah. dress like something, right, otherwise right. I'm not gonna have anywhere to sit at lunch, you know, like that sort of shit. These guys are loud, they're cool, <laughs> their pants are baggy. I'm gonna dress like exactly. that. Listen to that, yeah. So ever since then, I've, I've been building my sort of musical history 
from then. I, I, you know, I like to think in my own head that I'm doing it backwards because yeah. I seem to be going in the complete opposite direction as people my age that I meet now, whereas mm-hmm. they started with, you know, the maybe some hip hop back in the day and then it came into like the, the the early indie and maybe like punk rock and then um you know uh, f- what, what's the band like uh, spin doctors and all those <laughs> you know and as i get into the music that i like now that is modern music because I, I there's a thing that i hold dear uh having to do with with the general flow of the universe around me in the moment yeah. that i'm just not really that tapped into classic music you know like the the old the old stuff or you yeah. know the you know That's cool. the, the roots music a lot of people um, are the opposite i'm getting there and here and there i'll tap into something where like i said i'm looking i'm i'm, I'm kind of working from the center out and i'll tap into these you know classic era uh, bands or genres and for a moment or you know a, a, maybe a month at a time I'll, I'll really feed into something but then it i you know I kind of see its trajectory to the now, and then I start finding all sorts of other different things that tap into that scene. Yeah, so you're you, you're in a place where you're listening to all contemporary music, is yes. what you're saying. My That's record collections, all modern. It's all bands that exist now. So I, That's I just, rare. I think it's kind of funny, you know. A lot of I, think, I don't think that there's good music happening right now. Yeah, I feel like I hear you hear that all the time. And I feel like, you know, that I don't know. I don't think that that's really true. I mean, maybe not to. Maybe it's not getting the attention. That, but I, I'm sh- I know there. there I think it's sh- just a lot of saturation going yeah. on, and and people don't dig hard enough. A and B, the 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 music scene, you know, uh, radio. Um, yeah, it doesn't afford music the on television. Thing. No, at all. Yeah. It, it, it it's all the garbage. You know, there's too much other. The, there's a lot of other competition for attention. Yeah, for and sure. online, forget it. You try to find something. You find one good thing online, and you try to take that stream. Uh, somewhere else, and and you'll find a million doors that you just you, you want to keep shut for the rest of your life. That's it's easy. So, um, so you're in Jersey. You what's your first um was was like the what about Frank guys and the Blue Torpedoes and that like was that your first sort of um group of yeah mu- musician friends, creative friends that you were able to, I guess, tap into. Yeah, I started writing songs, and I started playing them for my buddy Jamie, who you knew, and were in a band with, and then we started playing music together, and then that turned into What About Frank pretty quickly because everyone they were in college, uh, you know, Jamie and, and the guys that I were playing with, and then, um, yeah, the Paul and Sam were around. You, you, everyone, you guys were just there, and you guys were playing really awesome music and you know i i got the the guys asked me to sing and i was like yeah i'd love to sing i'd love to sing over this i don't know what the hell i would sing over it but <laughs> i'd love to come and try you know it's, I remember those it's crazy i used to be a fan <laughs> i used to come to the shows at brighton bar and stuff like that and just watch you guys you know when yeah. gus was singing and those were great times yeah you're always nice to to have around you were always encouraging i know in my my early stages of actually singing melodies mm-hmm. in uh, blue torpedoes what became um or what was Blue Torpedoes after the the ska version um, sort of fizzled out. Uh, I remember, I just remember you, you know, like uh, just go, you know, go for the high note, go for, you know, just sing it how you sing yeah. it how you want to sing it. And I could hear you do it. I was know, like, I listened to you play the uh, the Bob Marley and and Bob uh, Bob Dylan tunes. You're just sitting there. Because at the, that point, I was doing mostly covers. <clears throat> I wasn't yeah, really and you were great. Yeah. You were and you were just to yourself in the corner with your guitar, you know, just kind of in the corner. And just sounding amazing, and the whole time I'm thinking like, oh, this guy. And that—that's funny. What's band. funny about that is like that's where it started for me. Was that kind of singer, acoustic guitar? Those were my influences. And then I took this big left turn into heavy music <laughs> and into it's, rock yeah. and roll. I never listened to any heavy music really. Right. I just wasn't into it. I never throughout high school people weren't into hardcore. There was no hardcore scene in Florida. Like not that I was around. I know that right. there was bands down there. And I come to find out that there was a scene down there, but I wasn't a part of it. Well that's but, like the uh, light being the, the switch being yeah, turned yeah. on for me, which is all of a sudden there's these metal bands, these kids with chain necklaces on and, and just like you know, loud guitar. I'm like, okay, yes. But the point is that, like, you know, I I started from hanging around all you guys and being around that music, and then before you know it, you know, I start singing louder and louder progressively, and then I start jamming with Paul and Sam and and you and and uh, and then Dave, and then we're making this music, and then before you know it, I'm yelling over it, and uh, it turns into what the Parliament became, and I discovered a 
you know, the voice that I developed over the years, that which is something that I probably I never would have developed had I just been with an acoustic guitar because there would have been no reason to. Right. You know, right. I would have been there just would be singing no over an acoustic. There would yeah. be no reason to steal. Yeah. So, which, you know, I think a lot of people would be surprised to find out that you were something of an anomaly because you mentioned you, you didn't really listen to heavy music no, or like no. really the progressive um, it wasn't until rock. yeah, it I just was, remember the way you used to talk about it. You're like, oh, yeah. It wasn't until at the drive, and that I was kind of turned on by it, because I once once at the tri- at the drive and kind of happened, and now everyone was listening to that, and we were and those albums. I think uh, what was the one? Um, one arm scissor. What, what's uh, that? Relationship of command. Relationship yeah. of command came out, and now everyone changer. we were all listening to that, and then you start going to, back to in casino out. I mean, for me, I was like going back, and I was like, wow, this is freaking. Something about this made I really appealed to me, you know, yeah. and, and that kind of informed it too. And then, then I started listening to heavy music, you know, just because that's once you're around it, I started being open to that. Then I got into it. Then I started, and then I heard Zeppelin. You know, I had always peripherally known like Stairway to Heaven yeah, and stuff, absolutely. but I never had listened to a full record, right? Ever right. before. And then I did, and that blew my mind. Bands like Humble Pie, I started listening to some heavy music, and once you, know, you start seeing the way they. Um, layer vocals over. Yeah, and I was doing it. Yeah, you know, like so I went like, all right, like th- this is what I'm doing. What did other people do? You right, know what I mean? Right. And that was cool. And then my dad always was. My dad is like that dad, who is always like, listen to this, listen to that, blah 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 blah. And I feel like whatever I was doing, you know, he would get into that. He would do all get into all the music around. I mean, he's been into every type. Of, he's constantly on the search for new av- new. Uh, parts of music that he hasn't discovered yet so he's always been playing me to playing me music you know getting into stuff and then making me listen to it like blind melon and freak he went through a blind melon phase he was in a t-rex phase you know so by proxy he was your extension he's like you should be listening this is like the parlor mob you should be listening to this you should be listening to that oh that's all because it's it's a tough thing to to tap into when you all you're dealing with is uh a a key that you know and a rhythm, and yeah. when the rhythm is doing, you know, just these bonkers things, but you know the key is there, and then you're like, okay, so I have like, I have three beats here I can do something with. I got like four there. I should yeah, pause. Yeah, because you know how somewhere. crazy. What, what about Frank? Yeah, was? oh yeah, that was fun stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and that was I'd been playing guitar for four years. And you're shredding though. All of a sudden, Paul's like, yeah, all right, not do this. Try I remember. That. Now hit that, and I'm like, I remember. I went home. I went back oh to God. to Florida, and I'm like. When I was here last time, Jay barely could play a guitar, and then now he's doing all these freaking, all the riffs, yeah, all the yeah. freaking scales, and I'm like, what the hell? How do you, how do you, how do you pick all that shit up so quick? I could have never done that. Oh my goodness! All the all the friends that I thank goodness still have now, all of Elizabeth's girlfriends, I met them all with a guitar in my hand. I'd find the nearest bed and just torment them for hours until we were done and uh, like okay we done here okay let's go home pick 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 pick, yeah and good thing all the guy friends that i met they're all musicians so that we we just spent well that's what i'm saying about this area that's why i moved back because everyone was a musician everyone that we hung out with was a musician and if they weren't then they were someone just you know hanging around musicians you know who was just there along for the ride yeah yeah so so what are um what's parlor mob up to is any any uh, any updates any we have a show uh, n- uh, not this week, but next week, which is July, July or August first, I think. And it's in. It's called the Barn Party. It's a festival. It's in uh, out west, New Jersey. It's on the internet, Barn Party Productions or something. But right. it, it's like five or six bands and like ten DJs or something. And and uh, it's out in some barn in the middle of New Jersey. And it's open to everybody. It's like a an actual festival. They sell oh, tickets, wow. and so it's an actual thing. And uh, we're headlining it, so we're going to be playing that. And then, uh, then we got a couple shows coming up in the fall. We're playing uh, that haven't been announced yet, but I mean, I don't think any. By the, by the time this comes out, they'll probably be announced. It's gonna, we're playing yeah. the, we're playing the Pony uh, in sept- end of September and in the Mercury Lounge, which will be cool. And then after that, I think we're just going to be writing. I mean, the the goal is to have a full length record in 2016 early you know like sometime yeah. next this winter or at the latest in spring but you know how it goes right i'm, I'm hoping that that's what happens yeah one thing leads to another but um so that's the i think we'll won't be playing shows unless something crazy pops up until we write another record and then in the interim i'm gonna be writing with those dudes but i'm also gonna be trying to start playing shows with 
myself solo and get over that fear and try and make that a thing. And because I know for me to be like a stable and happy creative human, that that I need to have both things happening. Like I need to be able to. I need to have a a, an individual creative outlet, and then I love to make music with my with my you know brothers. I've been making music with them for over. Well, once you once you arrive. you know, you kind of, and with your experience and how long you've been doing it and the people that around you, um, you know, I can see once you start getting going that you'll have, you know, a core, you know, group of musicians that'll, you'll always be able to tap into. You could even do, you know, minimalist things as, you know, just a tambourine and a bass yeah. player or something. Just like we'll little cool arrangements Yeah, like I think that. that's, I'm definitely going to start just me, but I would, you know, I'm open to kind of just letting things develop. That yeah. seems to be whenever I get out of the way of, things they it goes a lot smoother yeah. you know you get out of your own way <laughs> yeah right? get out of your own way it's the <laughs> cliche the, the old cliche is true you find out the older you get the more you realize how many cliches are cliches for a reason yeah right you find <laughs> yeah, after the 500th time you've yeah. heard it in a song keep, like, like keep it simple oh, stupid yeah, or get out of your own yeah. way or like you know any of those any of them so what do you got sense. for us today what do you i was gonna play a song or two um I'm going to play the first song and the second song off the uh, EP. The EP is called Lights and Love. It should be out by the time this podcast's out. It'll be on Bandcamp and probably Spotify and iTunes. And, uh, yeah, right, Anywhere um, our, your fans can follow you and find you? I'm going to – the day that I put up the, the, the record, I'm going to put up an artist page, and it'll just be Mark Militia. Awesome. So you can find me on Facebook there, and I'll have – I already have an Instagram, and – uh, yeah, and then I'll post when I'm playing, and I hope people uh, come and check it out. All right, well, let's get to this. All right, sweet.
Thanks, man. All right. Mark Militia. Uh, awesome set of pipes on that guy, man. Uh, it was good catching up with those guys. Uh, good things to look forward to from the Parlor Mob and, uh, of course, his solo stuff, which I'd love to um, see a full-length effort by uh, Mark Militia. Uh, hopefully some full-length stuff from the Parlor Mob, which would be amazing since uh, they're independently... Um, they're on, they're on their own right now. Uh, they had some issues with their label and all that, but I think it was for the best. It's been a tumultuous you know, few years, but um, the, the products coming out of um, out of all that have been have been amazing uh, whether it's the cry wolf um, EP gods um, which is uh, Paul Ritchie the guitar player uh, his side project where he's uh, doing lead vocals and um, and guitar and uh, numerous other things which um, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing in the future in the near future hopefully I, I know I like I'm I, I need instant gratification myself. I, once I hear something from one band, uh, or I'm, I'm downloading everything. It's like an addiction. But uh, it's good catching up with Mark. You know, it's amazing the things that you learn um, sitting down with somebody for you know half an hour, forty five minutes. Uh, who knew? Who knew? How? Who knew that uh, everything just kind of came from uh, a couple songs that that he heard, and and then just tinkering away with a guitar, and um, wanting to uh, you know play like Bob Marley and and Bob Dylan, all of which I've I've known were influences of his uh, for for years. Um, but it's just amazing how how things can blossom over time like that. And um, just the, his playing style, man. I j- I really need to sit down with uh, with with this guy and and. And just pick his brain over the the picking technique, uh, just doing those vocal runs. I myself have been doing um, some vocal exercises lately, which I won't get into. Uh, talk about that with String Bean a little bit at another time. But it's it's you know it's things like that that just seeing it and hearing it um, right here in my basement and and watching it happen. Um, I, I, I know that it's possible, so if I can make something like that happen for me, like I said, I'm patient, I'm working on this podcast, this is my thing right now, I'm getting some uh, people involved, so I really need to uh, give it the push and uh, fuck the old college try, like really do this and, and make it happen, I've got the free time, I've got the equipment, and um, for anything bigger, I've got the means as far as uh, people that I can tap into um, and who are willing to help me. Uh, it's it's amazing things are gonna happen. I know they are. So just keep an eye out. And uh, let me think. Let me think. There's um, nothing really, nothing really crazy going on for me. Uh, like I said, I don't have any real solid music. Um, so there's no shows to look forward to uh, or look for. Um, I don't have any sort of uh, act or uh, routine otherwise. So you won't be seeing me show up anywhere. Um, I may be in the Asbury Park area, maybe just kind of hanging out, uh, having a, a seltzer and lime. Other than that, uh, you could catch me at my house if you know me. Um, I like I'm on this uh, this this uh, fancy little social network called Instagram, J Hernandez or Minds Podcast, Minds underscore Podcast. Uh, if you want to check me out there. If you if you're on that old other social network of mine, uh, that means you have my phone number. You can text me or call me, bother me. I'm 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 that guy. You can you, you know just hey what's up? I'm eating. What are you doing? And I'll, I'll text you back. Maybe not during the day. I'm working. Uh, well, actually, I might throw you a text at work. I won't call you. And if you call me, leave a message if I don't pick up because I'm just I'm usually busy. Um, I'm always busy. Even when I'm not busy, I'm busy. I'm talking to myself. I'm coming up with shit to talk to you about. So just, uh, you know, hit me up. Get at me, as some people like to say, as I just said. <clears throat> and, uh, and and keep an eye out for more podcasts from uh, here from Minds. And, uh, and I guess we'll, we'll, we'll leave you with some traveling music. So another, another track from uh, Mark Militia. So, again, this is Minds. Uh, good night. Time alone, walking in the shadow of the unknown, like a bird over the sea. Nothing really matters much to me, but I can see my dreams, feel them like the sun. 
Thanks, Jay.